Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the podcast that draws conclusions about our lives from the evidence produced by our handbags. It's basically science. If you haven't the time, energy or inclination to see your real friends, we're here for you around the clock with the added bonus that you won't have to tidy up beforehand. We are your hosts, Jessica Johnson and Charlotte Edmonds. I'm a TV creative who learnt my craft working at Psycho for nine years. And you had two children in that time. Yes, there are always reasons why people go prematurely grey, Jess. Always reasons. My career has taken me on an adventure through the newsrooms of the broadsheets to the online fashion empires of Net-A-Porter and Matches Fashion. I now work freelance whilst answering the 24-7 demands of my full-time bosses, my children. This is the one where we get a bit serious about sport, battle with balancing the boardroom and babies, and self-soothe with stinky bunnies. We're now going to welcome our first guest to Handbags at Dawn. She's a full-time corporate lawyer who studied at Cambridge, represented our country at the World Games in lacrosse, is married with two children under five, and still worries she's not quite doing enough. This is Emily Garvey, and we very much hope she'll be keeping us in line today with her frankly intimidating intellect. This week we've left our usual bag in the car under a raggedy blanket and a coat, which everyone knows renders it entirely invisible to prospective thieves, and instead we'll be rootling through Emily's handbag to see what mystical wonders we can find in there to spark our weekly debate. So Emily, in the manner of the legendary Michael Aspel brandishing his shiny red book, this is your handbag. So, Emily, are all those facts true? (laughs) (laughs) You've always got to oversell. I remember once my boss saying to me, he was going to do a show and he was going to put me as on-screen talent. And I was like, well, what am I going to be? He went, I don't know, you can be the lifestyle expert. (laughs) And I went, went, what do you mean lifestyle expert? What are my qualifications? He went, well, you're alive, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Needless to say, we didn't get the commission. Right, so here we go. Emily, your bag. Let's have a little look at what you've got to show us. Can you firstly describe your bag? My children are now both over two and I don't need a scabby changing bag. So now I have a leather bag that I take out at weekends and I can put nappies in it. I can put grotty bunnies in it, but it looks like a grown-up leather bag. Have a fumble. In my own bag. In your own bag. (laughs) What have we here? Oh, Emily. Are they clean? (laughs) (laughs) They are washed. Capri pair of Under Armour leggings. That sounded so technical to me. They're yeah. trousers. Lycra trousers. Lycra. So it is uh, what I would wear to go for a run or go to the gym. I'm firstly 
very impressed. I, the fact I don't recognise these shows how often <laughs> I come up against them. <laughs> and you are a phenomenal sportswoman. And so, of course, you have training trousers in your bag. <laughs> of course you do. Do you... Are you still doing much sport now you've got children and you've got this job? Do you have much time to train? So I used to train a lot. I used to train every day. I try and exercise three times a week. Well, that puts me to shame. <laughs> that, that's what she's here yeah. for. We, we need to join the gym. What are you doing now? Because you did lacrosse for a very long time and you were brilliant at it. I have seen the pictures. <laughs> I was selected for the 2009 World Cup and two weeks before the tournament started, I suffered a knee injury and had to withdraw from the squad. And I haven't played since then, really. I got married that summer, had spent 10 years of my adult life playing senior English and the cross and I miss it every day really but I'd got to the stage where I just wanted to explore other things in life. When you've been really good at something and you have to stop, it has a massive impact on your mental state, I think. Don't you? Well, I think that we can talk to you about this, Charlotte, because I think you had a pretty similar thing. You were rather good at horse riding. (laughs) Which makes me sound like a slightly comical character. (laughs) You obviously were riding at a competitive level as well. Now, listeners, uh, I have to confess here that my greatest sporting achievement was losing a a netball match 61-1. One. When I was at sixth form, I didn't score that one goal, by the way. So that's where I'm coming from here. I have to really give myself a hard time to make myself go for a run probably once or twice a month. And it depends on how guilty I'm feeling. So this for me is really inspiring, slightly uncomfortable, terrifying territory. But if you're doing it once or twice a month and you do that every month, then you could call that regular exercise. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how I like to see it. I definitely um, don't have anything to add to this conversation from my own personal experience but I'd love to know from both of you what is it like when you've been competing at a really really high level and then suddenly you're not and if it's something that's been part of who you are and your identity and then suddenly you're not doing it anymore what's that like? Particularly actually thinking about handbags which of course I always do around the clock. Uh, My handbag would have always been filled with plating bands polos. The stuff I lugged around was horse orientated usually. When I was a rider I used to do dressage and I was on the British team and long list of the Olympics and medals and national titles and yada yada yada. I don't like to she talk about it. She was on the front cover of Horse and Hound a few times, <laughs> weren't you Charlotte? It was. <laughs> it was. It was a slow week for horse, horsemanship. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I felt like I was good at something. I felt like I had a process. I felt like I had a goal and life had real structure and real meaning and yes it had huge disappointment which comes with competitiveness you set your target if you don't reach it you feel destroyed but then you pick yourself back up again and then when you stop everything you don't have all that with you and it's really strange you've got no structure and you've got nobody saying this is good that's bad and you're alone <laughs> but you've also got to set your own goals and if you're not sort of suddenly answerable to someone else and you're not answerable to your team I mean was that something that you found was was difficult to kind of keep that motivation going especially no. when you've got the demands of small children and I exercise because you know I'm now no longer in my 20s I eat too much probably I drink too much probably and um, I want to try and counteract some of those other effects <laughs> that life brings to us but for the children I just I try and throw them out in the garden uh, I try and take them to the park as much as I can and also I try and steal their chocolate as much as possible because <laughs> I'm obviously taking that for the team well obviously <laughs> 
because if if uh, if you eat it all, then they won't eat it and be yes. rotting their teeth. So, absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely. So I'm doing them a favour. You I'm are. Doing them a favor. My husband is also very uh, fit and active. No, I'm saying. In a in a slightly sad way, we t- we you know we tag team runs at the weekend, so we both get to run, but not together. I know that I do feel better when I exercise. I, I feel great when I do go for a run, but I will always find an excuse not to. I'm married to someone who is incredibly sporty, so I do feel a bit ashamed of myself as I'm sort of lolling in bed while he's um, going off at sort of 5.30 in the morning to cycle two hours to work. How on earth he's married to me? I don't really know. See, my problem is I feel guilty doing exercise because I feel like I'm using up my woman points. Woman points? Yes. Please share, Charlotte. Okay, so if I've been particularly good that week, I might accrue some woman points. Which and who, I'm... Award, who awards these to you? Do well, you award them they to yourself? Are, they're assumed more than awarded. Right. Okay, so they're unspoken. And if you've been particularly lovely that week or, you know, earned a lot of money... <laughs> <laughs> All these things accrue you um, non-physical points that you can whip out at any moment to spend. There's no limit on when you can use them by because when you're a woman, you remember 400 years ago, you go, <laughs> I should be allowed to do this because I tell you what. In 2008, yeah. I won 25 woman points which have not yet been spent. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. If I turn around and said to my family on a Saturday morning, mummy's off to the gym, I feel like I'd get this little look that was a bit, ooh, look at you going off and having a fancy time and that's what it feels like and we did we had a chat the other day my husband went right okay what is this ridiculous attitude we have to exercise because ultimately what we're doing is prolonging our life which actually is a very unselfish act which means we're going to be here to look after our children and our grandchildren and possibly our great-grandchildren no not with the amount i eat and drink (laughs) but it's a good thing but i still have in my head it's equated to going out on the lash with my friends because it feels like it's something for me and i feel slightly allergic to doing things that are for me because i think that makes me feel oh gosh i don't deserve it i don't deserve it you feel guilty to go out and have some time to yourself yeah because it's a treat Mm. it isn't a chore we have a shared calendar on our phones and he books in long bike rides he as well as the long bike rides during the week to and from work you know he wants me to sort of be out there and he knows it would be good for me and make me feel better it's a bit depressing when you're sitting there on the exercise bike called the cross trainer and you've been on it for half an hour and then you've seen that you've burnt off 23 calories and I think that's the thing that puts a lot of people off they just think why am I doing this I could be at home watching Gogglebox Emily are you competitive with one another when you're doing a tag team thing are you actually racing do you give each other kudos on Strava and things like that I have no, no. idea what Strava okay. is and it makes me laugh so much this app called Strava and literally it's just that like every time I go to my iPad there's so and so is giving you kudos for morning commute I'm just like what you made you're getting your mates to high five you because you got yourself to work <laughs> in the shower by 7.58 mummy you can be as fat as you like that is a brilliant place to leave it Emily I think it's over to you for another rummage around in the bag what is this? It's a biro in my handbag because you always need to take notes in a work perspective. So I would never be out without a pen in my bag. Would anyone? Um, uh, no. When did you decide it was a good idea to be a lawyer? What was the point? Was it an inspiring person who told you to do this? Was it family member? I'm interested in careers advice because I don't remember having any. <laughs> <laughs> Which could explain why I'm 
here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't remember having any. I didn't know what to do and I just kind of thought, you know, I love biology, I love the human body, I find it really fascinating. I, I find chemistry quite easy, I find maths quite easy. Yep, fine. A level sorted, done. But I think I just followed what I thought was easy. Don't most children just yeah. do that at school? They make the they make the easy choice, don't they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're really easy those subjects. No. <laughs> I love that about you, Emily, because you're so clever. And <laughs> for somebody else, they must have like sweated blood to get to those kind of results. <laughs> and, you're like, yeah. and for the record, I'm not good at everything. So I have um, no creative abilities, as you can probably tell. I'm not imaginative. I'm definitely a science background. I'm actually slightly lazy at heart. I don't necessarily like pushing myself in things that I'm not very good at. I, I want an easy life. I like things to be easy. So I follow follow the water course. I don't like to swim against the tide. So, that's very poetic, by the way. You are a creative. And then listen to that. That's poetry, Emily. <laughs> what nonsense. Um, it's poetry, isn't it? It's beautiful, poetry. actually. Poetry. It's beautiful. But you see, I think what you've done is you've identified early on what you're good at and you stuck with that. I know some women who don't put themselves forward for things because they worry about what they can't do as opposed to going, but do you know what I can't, you know, what I'm great at is this. I'm a creative person and instead of doing maths, what I do is a face that I focus on very hard. I do a thinking face. And rather than thinking about the math problem at hand, I think about whether my face looks enough like a person who is thinking about the maths <laughs> problem at hand. And, now, and then I find myself thinking about cheese or something, <laughs> something like that. And then what happens at the end is when people go, did you get that? I'm like, hey, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. That's how That's I deal with math problems. <laughs> Acting. I also do things that's going to really irritate you. So when I approach a crossword, for example, I don't do the answers that are required. I try and write the ones that make me the most amused. <laughs> yes. What's that say about me? And, and are they rude words usually? Well, they've been known to be. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. It's the only outlet for rude words I get, the written word. <laughs> Apart from sometimes when accidentally a rude word flies out with the children and you self-edit the wrong word. You make the word total quiet and arse really loud. You total arse! <laughs> a bit like last week when the guy with the mute button at the Brits got it totally wrong with Adele. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear the the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fruitier language. Fruity. The more Anglo Saxon (laughs) language, shall we say. Oh my God, I heard that my favourite tweet of the week was someone who went, Ariana Grande, I thought that was a font. (laughs) (laughs) A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, you are a proper professional person. You have taken a career trajectory and you've maintained it and you've managed to go back after having kids and you're brilliant mother so how do you make it work what's your daily routine we make it work and you have no option it's just you have children both of you want a career and you just have to make it work you know get both the children up uh, breakfasted hair brushed teeth brushed dressed in a publicly seeable state and in the car and actually over the course of i think the last 12 months probably five or six times neighbors would call me during the day on my mobile to say hi Emily, I've just walked past your house and the front door's wide open. Would you like me to shut it for you? (laughs) Because Um, I've been in and your TV's still there, so I don't think you've been burgled. I had aspirations to really reach the top and I felt like I was now not able to achieve those. It It was actually just pressures I was putting on myself. I remember when, you know, I had a similar thing when I was working for a big company and my daughter was at nursery and I had to be out of the door to go and collect her. And we might be on the call to L.A., which we've all been waiting for all day. And I had to go and I felt properly guilty, feeling like I'm not giving enough. So it is, I think it's that thing of still wanting to, you know, appear that you're the same person that you were before you had children. But you've got this huge commitment now and you need to be there for them. And that's the hard juggle, I think. But as you both identified, it's us making ourselves feel like that. If you sat down and looked at the work you did before Kids and After Kids, because the work itself, I would wager, is probably better. And actually, if you're, particularly for you, Emily, if you're doing billable hours, I bet you're a blooming whiz. I bet you're better than Asda on deals. I bet you're zooming through, shaving minutes off everywhere, because time is of the essence. When you actually have to bill seven chargeable hours during what is practically an eight and a half hour day all of a sudden when people want to come into your room to chat you find yourself going hmm mm, interesting mm, leave <laughs> while your while your eye twitches mm, yeah funny no you've not been funny leave now I've got to get on yeah no <laughs> kudos fail. no kudos yeah. on Strava <laughs> have you had a moment where you've gone right I, I don't think I can do this and these are the reasons why oh constantly constantly and putting yourself out there for something new is really really scary but I think that every time I have done that I've surprised myself sitting here doing this podcast, for example. <laughs> but no, I think often there are things where we feel like we're out of our comfort zone. We're not going to be able to do it. And then suddenly you find yourself doing it. And I just think actually putting yourself out there and going for it, you just got to give it a go, haven't you? And I think that's what you do in most, most aspects of your life. You come up to challenges, you just make it work. That's just how life is, isn't it? So... And we're all winging it, let's be honest. (laughs) We are. Come on. We are, Charlotte. Yeah. I speak just for us. Daddy's mummy's boss, isn't he? My hysteria creeping in signals for me the start of the Tidings competition. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. It's It's that time again. (laughs) So I don't know if anyone would like to kick off the Tidings competition or if you have any entries this week. Um, Emily, you're new to this. It's like a competition, an official competition who is the most tired this week? You know when you're talking to friends, family, partners, 
oh god I'm tired and you're both like wheeling out your most tired experience of the week and they go oh god that's nothing listen to this then someone always goes it's not competition here it is, it is. <laughs> okay you, you you win woman points <laughs> as an award ceremony <laughs> oh shall we have one yeah, we should have one we're gonna have one that's <laughs> easy yeah <laughs> um is there anything that's springing to mind I have one get you kick us off Charlotte this week I was walking along with my pushchair with a child in it at normal walking speed when I walked past a speed camera and inadvertently checked myself, slowed down and looked for my speedometer. This is how tired I was. I was concerned that I was speeding as a pedestrian whilst pusher. walking. <laughs> now, if I had been, I was in a hurry. <laughs> if I had broken the 30 mile hour limit, what am I worried about? Like I have no registration plate. I came home and shamefully admitted my mistake only to be reassured by my husband that he too had once stopped at a traffic light with a pushchair. So that made me feel better. <laughs> okay. So it's not really what does this say about our tired levels. It says, what does this say about us as people? As people generally. Um... So that's mine. That's how tired I am. Jess, do you have something that's standing out for you? Um, well, the, the, the really, really agonising bump on my head is the reminder of my entry for this week. I which thought that was, was a hat. <laughs> it's a little, little top hat. Yes, as I was washing up, I quickly turned, quickly turned to attend to something and smashed my the top of my head into the, the corner of an open cupboard door and rather dramatically threw myself to the ground. <laughs> and was seeing stars and my daughter and my son both came over and sort of patted me <laughs> until I was able to regain composure and stand up again and resume washing up. Are you sure they weren't just trying to find your wallet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think, I don't know why I didn't see that the cupboard was wide open. Was it because your eyes were shut? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> Extra tired. <Yeah>. Woman points. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything for you, Emily, this week that particularly stands out as a great example of tiredness? I'm a night owl. I don't like going to bed at 10pm. Why the hell would anyone ever go to bed at 10pm? All the fun happens at night time. Why would you go to bed early? No, I'm saying... Um, so I'm not I'm not a good one at getting up early. Uh, my son is now he's now better. He tends to not get up before six, although occasionally it's five fifty-five, and that just annoys me. So it is a progression from what it used to be. Uh, so six months ago, he used to wander into our bedroom in the mornings and fish hook our mouths, or if we were really lucky, fish hook our nostrils um, with a up up. Food. Um, <laughs> my motherly instincts of love conquers all is minimal at those times. It's deep beneath the duvet. <laughs> so, uh, does that signify that it is time for our final feel in your bag, Emily? What What might we find? What might we find? Oh, <laughs> we 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 find actually you say uh, but this is washed. Freshly <laughs> it's lovely. It's lovely. It, yes, this is my daughter's comforter. It's her bunny, as she calls it, and it's a, just a classic four-inch bunny attached to a eight-inch square pink blanket type thing. You describe that in such sentimental terms. <laughs> it's like you're sort of committing it to prison. <laughs> That's Bend over, that. bunny! <laughs> um, so it's obviously a very comforting silky bunny toy for my child. It's, it's beautiful. The thing is, 
Isn't it funny? If you saw that in a shop, would your child want to buy it? No, but it's that gorgeousness of that being the most important thing. My children have the same. They have the little raggedy, scruffy bunnies yeah, usually always a bunny it's brown bunny white bunny, bunny. we the cannot be without ears it's just it's really comforting my, my daughter said i want to scrunch white bunny's ears i do love looking at the state of other people's children's comforter things and and then seeing you see kind of a woman walking along and you know she's looking pretty together and then you suddenly see the back of her bag and then maybe sort of draping out of the back of the bag there's this kind of soggy dog-eared rabbit which is probably bursting with e coli <laughs> all sorts of other kind of hideous things <laughs> but uh, what four-year-old cares about that absolutely <laughs> delicious it's probably all the time building up that natural immunity we always like to bandy <laughs> around every time we, we see our child stuffing handfuls of dirt into their mouth <laughs> oh it's building a natural immunity no yours mm. this is clean at least you see i know of children who won't allow theirs to be washed oh um, no ours don't ours don't no we ha- i have to i have to wait until they're distracted by anything i mean ipad i don't care what it is and it's a sorry time for the quick wash hour see children need crutches grown-ups need crutches <laughs> people talk about wine a lot there's yes. motherhood coffee yes i react like that if people take a half full coffee cup away no <laughs> I'm it's back. i need it you know who takes coffee away from you um waitresses <laughs> <laughs> i'm sat there with my face covered in cake crumbs shaking they're like come on love you've had enough yeah she takes it away <laughs> You know, do you have anything that you rely on now that makes you feel really secure? It's almost like you've got the comforter of the iPhone smooth. If it had ears that were fluffy, it would be lovely. Because <laughs> yeah, you do, you sort of, it's quite a stroking motion that you use on your phone there, isn't it? <laughs> Any kind of awkward moment where you are on your own, you know, somebody you're having dinner with gets up to leave the table. Oh, I can get my comfort blanket. Oh, it's fine, I'll just stroke it, swipe away, and suddenly everything feels okay and I don't feel like I'm all alone. It's strange. You're totally right. Yeah. Do you get those little twitches in your leg where you go, oh, vibration, something something is happening. I'm being contacted. No, it's just your muscle twitching. <laughs> Do you get that? Oh, no. What, like... Oh, no, I don't either. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm pleased we've cleared that one up. I definitely don't get that. That's your muscle saying, Charlotte, you need to get to the gym again. Yeah. Pretty good at Zumba. <laughs> I have a pregnant Zumba teacher. Have you? Which puts me to shame. <laughs> because I was like, I'm pregnant. Uh, bring me a cheese sandwich. I have to stay here. I have a friend who is brilliant at sport, is very competitive. You know, she, she works out a lot. She runs a lot. And um, she was so brilliant when she was pregnant because she, you know, really kept the sport and the fitness up while she was doing it. And I remember on one occasion going swimming with her. We were both very heavily pregnant at the time. And I was there, you know, doing my proper mum swimming with my breaststroke, making sure my hair didn't get wet. And then there she was doing proper front crawl with paddles on her hands. And she was beating all the men that were in the same lane as her. But the best part was when she got out of the pool and then these aforementioned men that had been trying to beat her then saw her get out with this huge pregnant bump and the look on their faces as their chin hit the water was just priceless. That's when you needed an amazing soundtrack to come on as she just <laughs> yeah. walked off and flicked them the V's as she <laughs> exactly. went into the changing room. Exactly. Strutting. 
this unfortunately has to be the end of bunny chat for this week it's something we should come back to it's a rich scene <laughs> precisely thank you so much for listening and for getting in touch with us we're really enjoying hearing from you so if you would like to follow us on twitter please do we are at handbags podcast we're the same on instagram and if you'd like to send us a good old-fashioned email we're handbagspodcast at gmail.com interact with us follow us do all the things you're supposed to do when you're socially not working all that's left to do is thank very much our first guest emily garvey you've been a legend um how's your experience been obviously be kind brilliant yeah it's amazing what people will say when you have their arm physically twisted behind their back that's it from us we'll speak to you again next week bye Yeah, you can. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.